0: Naturally occurring black pigments in vegetables, spices, and seeds have been found to have powerful anti-inflammatory effects. Black for Health liquid extract from Future Farm Botanicals combines the four most powerful of these plant-based foods, black garlic, black radish root, black peppercorn, and black cumin seed. It's an all-natural daily preventative against a host of possibly inflammatory issues. Black for Health supports your liver, skin, cholesterol, blood pressure, circulation, and immunity. It's a delicious-tasting supplement with liposome complex for optimal absorption. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's myfuturefarm.com. P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. And while supplies last, buy two bottles of Black for Health and get two bottles of wild oil of oregano free. That's a $55 value just for listening to Intelligent Medicine. Myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome back to today's Intelligent Medicine podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Uh, We're doing a retrospective look on how... The world handled COVID, specifically Sweden. Sweden is a very interesting case because uh, they diverged from the path taken by most advanced Western countries, which was a path of lockdowns, school closures, uh, work closures, uh, people working on Zoom meetings for months and months on end. And uh, ultimately, uh, Sweden chose Uh, A different path. If Sweden did not ignore uh, the pandemic, uh, they certainly had some measures to control COVID. Uh, But uh, in the end, their statistics look pretty good relative to other countries. Our guest, uh, the author of The Herd How Sweden Chose Its Own Path Through the Worst Pandemic in 100 Years, he's investigative journalist Johan Anderberg. And uh, so, so, Johan. Uh, you know, we have statistics that show that ultimately uh, there were uh, far fewer deaths per hundred thousand in Sweden than in comparable countries in uh, Spain, France, uh, the UK, Germany. Uh, so the strategy, what you know, kind of a mixed strategy, uh, not a pure strategy because they didn't just ignore the pandemic, nor did they lock down severely like other countries. Uh, the strategy seems to work. But I think another consideration is not just uh, the toll the death toll due to covid but the effects on society uh, did sweden ex- uh, escape some of the ravages of uh, the societal burdens that afflicted other countries the us uh, included
1: yeah i think so in large part and if you talk to young people they do express like in studies they express a large like a better view of their future than in comparable countries and these are pretty early studies still so maybe shouldn't read too much into them but mm-hmm. i think, I think so one, the mental one, health of the populace uh,
0: you know may have been uh preserved to some extent
1: yeah i think so because i mean if you, if you look at my life it, it didn't change that much to be honest during the pandemic i like both of my kids were in school every day Mm -hmm. neither of them have worn a mask ever i've worn a mask like three times wow and we yeah i mean our life was pretty much the same i would say Uh, and i I even went to the office because um we we were just like five or six people there so and so it's a very little change but i think the biggest toll has been on uh, university students like young university students because they had their uh, uh, education remote, and I, I remember that as very formative years. And it, I, I feel very bad for, for them missing two semesters yeah. in college. It's a particular so, where uh, I am. yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: is, is there a vaccine mandate in Sweden? Are people prohibited from going to jobs or from uh, going to entertainment? Uh, you know, for example, you know, you have to, in New York for a while, you had to show a vaccine card to go to a restaurant, to go to a play or a movie. Um, is that is there a mandate? I mean, I, they, there's a pretty high vaccination rate there, right? And it's voluntary.
1: Yeah. And th- that was actually a thing that was... Uh, Quite hotly debated because uh, the vaccination rate was pretty good um, last fall at around eighty percent, and then they actually instituted not a vaccine mandate, but in, in order to go to uh, like a concert, like a, an event with more than one hundred people in the audience, mm. you needed to show a vaccination certificate. Okay, but they actually removed that after like eight weeks or something. Like that mm. when. Um, the Omicron wave hit and also that, I mean, didn't really budge the trend that much, so, and, and it w- was also a really strong break with Swedish public health tradition, so there were a lot of upset people, mm-hmm. including me, I, I thought it was completely unnecessary since people were still getting vaccinated and I think after a while you do get to a point when like, because 85 people that's the number the share of people who go to vote in Sweden so it's very unlikely that you're going to catch n- more than 90%. Mm-hmm. With, with yeah, like there's anything. always
0: going to be some uh, nicks, so to speak. Uh, and yeah. when you, you know, Sweden, I, Stockholm has a, a, an underground, a subway, right? And when people are on public transportation in Stockholm, uh, are, they, are some of them wearing masks or all of them wearing masks or none of them wearing masks? What, what's going on?
1: Mm, now, definitely none of them are wearing masks. And I guess maybe like ten percent did it. it. It was actually recommended for a while during rush hour, like one or two hours in the morning, one or two hours mm-hmm. in the afternoon. So, uh, but there was like no man um, anything like that. But it was recommended.
0: And yes, so, actually, you know, one of the one of the theories about why Sweden has done better uh, it has nothing to do with their lockdown strategy. It has to do with the fact that. Uh, the underlying health of Swedes may be a little better than that of uh, comparable Western countries. Uh, Swedes, uh, they love their winter sports and their athletics. Perhaps their diets, the, the Nordic diet, uh, may be more beneficial. Is there anything to that theory? Did you investigate that?
1: Um, I didn't in my, for my book, but I was actually at this uh, seminar with um, some other public health People uh, last week, and they had like a really interesting statistic about how, like, the the people that did die in Sweden, they were mostly from um, disadvantaged areas, mm-hmm. and the, many of them were immigrants. And so, it it's kind of the same in the U.S., I guess, but socioeconomic mm-hmm. status is very correlated to high risk of death, mm-hmm. not only from COVID but from everything else. So. This this totally plays into that as well, and to be honest, I think that is the difference between Sweden, Norway, and Denmark too. Because um, we we've had we we have a slightly larger problem than Denmark, and Denmark has a slightly larger problem with integration and. Um, and disadvantaged areas so
0: right. you, you have a very very heterogeneous population for a Scandinavian country I think there's a lot of uh, uh, Somali uh, immigrants in Sweden in particular in, in Stockholm and uh, perhaps they're the the underclass who you know perhaps are less uh, well-fed and you know uh, can't afford uh, you know healthy healthy diet yeah
1: um, yeah th- I think that is a major public health issue in Sweden, um, and I think people are starting to get become aware of it in a different way now um, after this pandemic. That it's really something we need to um, take care of.
0: Uh, one of the things, a, a geographical fact about uh, Sweden, and you know, it's a very northerly country, and many months of the year, it's uh, there.'s virtually no ultraviolet sunlight it's dark it's cloudy uh has there been any yeah. effort to address a vitamin d deficiency among uh, the swedish population which could play a role you know some people believe in uh the virulence of covid
1: yeah i mean every kid uh, under the age of five is recommended to take d vitamin throughout uh, winter Hmm. Uh, so, so i take them too when i give it to my kids and I think uh, the, the rule is like all, all the, all the months that have an R in them.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So, uh, so from uh, September to April, that is, I think. Yeah.
0: So, so that's interesting. I mean, th- there is some, th- I mean, look, it's not a panacea, but there is some thought that, uh, vitamin D deficiency can make, uh, COVID worse. Uh, obesity, uh, Probably a problem in Sweden, but not to the extent uh, of other Western countries. Is is that, am I correct?
1: Yeah, definitely not compared to the U.S. Uh, But I think it's better in Sweden than most other countries, except maybe for like Norway and Finland and Iceland.
0: Mm -hmm. And there's a big uh, emphasis on uh, athleticism, particularly uh, winter sports. Uh, Presumably your family who uh, skis and ice skates and, you know, does tobogganing and whatever else the heck you do. Uh, so it, you remain uh, active, um, and then in summer, uh, uh, Scandinavians are big hikers and they engage in a lot of sports activities.
1: Yeah, I think sports is actually a pretty important part of Swedish society and, and, and not only winter sports, it's like, um, it's, uh, I, I guess the biggest sport is, is soccer, both for uh, boys and girls, and um, you—you can actually get um, exercise prescribed by a doctor in Sweden as well.
0: <laughs> wow! Okay. Uh, and and what about you know uh, in terms of the healthcare system? Uh, you know, certainly one of the aspects of. Uh, curbing deaths and curbing bad outcomes with COVID is having a, a, an intact healthcare system. Uh, the, the Swedish healthcare system, is it's uh, uh, a socialized medicine, right? Do people have access to healthcare, or do they find it satisfactory, or do some people say, hey, you know, uh, the public health is not that great, I want to see a private doctor?
1: It's starting to disintegrate a little bit, to be honest. Uh, um, lots of companies are signing up, like, their employees for private health insurance, even though you have, like, free uh, health coverage. Mm-hmm. As, but, so, so you can, like, skip lines in some ways, but it's not like you're going to get cancer treatment faster mm-hmm. than anyone else. It's more, like, yeah, access to some things that might not be covered. But, I, I like to, um, like, use the metaphor of the police, because uh, the police in Sweden is also, like, people are a little bit disappointed with it, but if there is like a really serious crime they always solve it so it's mm-hmm. like it's always bad when you have petty stuff and yeah. but you, when uh, when there's something serious like everyone i know that's, that's been in other a words serious people serious
0: people complain about uh, healthcare but you know when it comes down to it if you have a serious problem it usually gets addressed
1: yeah so um, i guess that's uh, a pretty i don't know but, there, there are like two long lines for some things, for, uh, definitely, as, as can happen in a, in a socialized system. So
0: in other words, if you want to see a specialist, you have to wait. Or if you want to get an MRI, you might have to wait. Uh, you can't get it immediately, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay, folks, at this point, let's hear a word from our, one of our sponsors. This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Propax with NT Factor, a complete vitamin and mineral formula. N.T. Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, whether it be age, illness, or just being run down. N.T. Factor repairs damaged cells, restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown N.T. Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking N.T. Factor for years, and now the 45-day money-back guarantee you have nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158. That's 800 800-982- 982 9158, or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They're what make intelligent medicine a continuing free resource to you through their generous underwriting. And now back to today's guest, investigative journalist, Johan Anderberg. What about testing? Because I, I got to tell you that, you know, I'm, I'm here in New York City and uh, as I walk to work, Uh, I must pass, you know, uh, a dozen little tents on the street, little kiosks where you can get a COVID test. And they urge you to test frequently uh, and for various things, you know, like going to something or other to, you know, like sometimes they'll say, well, you're going to a wedding. Uh, You better get tested before we let you come to the wedding. Uh, or, you know, certainly if you're certainly going on a trip, they said, well, make sure you get tested, show the results before you get on a plane. Uh, is that as yeah. pervasive in, in Sweden?
1: No, not at all anymore. And the people in charge were very skeptical of the value of testing mm-hmm. for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then they were kind of forced to forced, uh, to scale it up by the politicians. And to be honest, I, I'm very, I'm not sure of the value of all this testing, either because mm. there's really no evidence that the countries that have uh, done massive testing have been better off than the, the countries that never really so uh, took off when it came to testing. So, and, and there have been some research being done in Denmark suggesting that it might not been worth it and denmark was one of the countries that really tested a lot
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah so i don't know what was your theory
0: well you know my theory on it is that uh you know i think it makes sense you know if you come down with something and and you know want to decide whether you can go out uh you know to get tested and you know if you have covid then you probably should you know, stay home and avoid contact with other people. So I think it has some value. But this this screening and screening and screening, you know, all the time, uh, it it doesn't make much sense. And I think it instills a sort of a a gloom, you know, among the populace and a a risk aversion uh, and kind of perpetuates the whole, uh, you know, social and economic uh, uh, disadvantages of, of being in the midst of a pandemic. And especially when, you know, we've gotten to Omicron, which is a relatively mild variant of COVID. Yes, still people are hospitalized. Yes, some people are dying, but at a much lower rate than the previous uh, iteration of COVID, which was Delta. Um, uh, so... Uh, What about the the, uh, economy of Sweden? Has the economy of Sweden fared better than than comparable countries? Has there been, you know, because we really took a hit in the United States. And because people were staying home, the government had to allocate all kinds of funds. You know, businesses could apply for dispensation from the government because, you know, like restaurant owners and gyms and, you know, this, that and the other. And the government poured enormous trillions of dollars into um, relief for COVID. And that has affected the economy. What about Sweden?
1: You know, I've, I've seen so many different reports about that. They, they aren't really, they don't always show the same results. But in general, all the Scandinavian countries come up come up really well in terms of the economy during COVID. Uh, but I think most of all, the Sweden didn't have to take on that much extra debt. And obviously, you know, restaurants and gyms and all those were much, weren't much were that hard hit compared to restaurants and bars and stuff in, in England or the U.S. Mm-hmm. But, of course, like most of our companies export stuff. So to them, the Swedish economy doesn't matter at all. It Actually, it's the U.S. economy, and okay. uh, so the impact 100%. was from
0: other countries. The, the lockdown yeah. in other countries may have had repercussions for the Swedes.
1: Yeah, but then something strange happened during COVID that actually, like, so many companies did really well, especially the digital companies. And so, so it didn't really yes. become this, telecoms. This whole, yeah. yeah, didn't become the kind of the, the kind of financial crisis that people anticipated early on. Mm-hmm. It became more of a debt crisis.
0: Right. Uh, and so now what we're seeing is, uh, again, a great deal of polarization worldwide. You know, countries like Sweden, they sort of you know, feel like uh, they're having minimal restrictions. And on the other hand, we have the example of China with a very aggressive zero COVID policy. Uh, you know, people virtually locked into their apartments, uh, they can go down for a few minutes every day, like uh, prisoners in the prison yard, uh, to get their daily test, a nasal swab, and then they have to go back up in their apartment, and they're supposed to get uh, deliveries of food, and there's all kinds of shortages, and uh, people are really experiencing hardships. The uh, exports uh, from China are, are taking a hit because productivity is down. Well, what did the Swedes say when they look at China?
1: The funny thing is that COVID has totally disappeared from the news since um, we, since we're kind of done with, or we we are actually formally done with, because Parliament removed COVID from from the list of uh, dangerous diseases. Wow! So, so so as a doctor, you have like no recourse to do anything at all. If Mm. you so. They took it off the list, you know, with AIDS and all those. So they declared AIDS. an
0: end to the emergency, in effect.
1: Yeah. So and it's the same thing in Denmark as well. So I guess those two countries are the ones that are like completely and um, completely done with it. Mm-hmm. But I I, I noticed that also with like with my book, with the interest in my book, it's it people are interested in the book <laughs> where. Like in Australia, for instance, where, they, where mm-hmm. they're still dealing with it. But in countries where they moved on, it's not at all the same interest. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I think, it. Uh, you know, I want to... Uh bring our, our listeners attention to it because I think it's uh, important uh, because even as the pandemic wanes and of course, people are talking about well, it isn't over, it isn't over. You know, we may have a surge, you know, you see people on TV saying, well, expect a surge in the summer, you know, expect a surge in the fall. Uh, you, COVID is very much on the minds of uh, Americans. And I think uh, we can gain some perspective from understanding how uh, Sweden dealt uh, with a crisis uh, with, um, you know, and circumstances are different in Sweden. It's a different country. There's a different populace. Uh, you know, so, you know, you can't compare apples to oranges. But I think it's an interesting case study uh, in um, a different way of handling COVID, uh, an approach that uh, it you really seemed to work for, for the Swedes. Uh, and what do the Swedes say? You know, you, you get a lot of American uh, media, you know, and you can uh, read the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal, and, you know, you've got the Internet. Uh you know what do you say when you see all the fighting going on in America uh, about um, masking and about uh, you know you know still lots and lots of countries. All you have to do is go on Twitter and you see people you know fighting each other tooth and nail about it.
1: Yeah, actually a lot of Swedes are kind of disappointed in the big uh, American and British uh, newspapers because we like as a Swede and as an english speaking swede you you're very like, as a journalist we have like learned that the bbc and the new york times have been like the gold standard for journalists yes mm-hmm. so they have a big really big readership in sweden uh and we have all been a little bit amazed by how 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 many factual errors there were about sweden and the swedish strategy during, mm-hmm. um, during covid and also how how panicky uh, the U.S. media has been during all this time—that it's been very, very little nuance and very little, n- not a very holistic approach mm-hmm. to public health at all. Well. Mm-hmm. So um, I think I think uh, American journalism has to do some soul searching after this. To be honest,
0: mm-hmm. well, I think what we should do is we should send uh, every uh, health journalist in the United States and in the UK. Uh, a copy of your book. <laughs> Let's make it happen,
1: <laughs> yeah, that's
0: and uh, and perhaps also send it to uh, you know all the folks in this the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, and the NIH, uh, who are making these policies. I think they need to hear your uh, your country's perspective on what's happened. Uh, it's been dubbed the Swedish experiment. What made Sweden take such a different path? Did it work? Well, you'll find the answers in uh, this new book, The Herd, How Sweden Chose Its Own Path Through the Worst Pandemic in a 100 Years. Our guest today, author, journalist, Johan Anderberg. Well, thanks for uh, taking on this uh, important project. Uh, I, I, you know, I think it's crucial that we do uh, what we call in the United States some uh, Monday morning quarterbacking uh, and look retrospectively at how we handle the pandemic so that we can learn from our experience and uh, prevent uh, future excesses.
1: Thanks. Um, Thanks for having me on the podcast.
0: It's my great pleasure. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. As an Intelligent Medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional-grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA-compliant, and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free full script account. You'll also receive free shipping on all of your store orders. That's drhoffmanstore.com, drhoffmanstore.com.